As we prepare for a brand new year, maybe one of your goals for 2023 is to read the entire Bible cover Mm -hmm. to cover. But reading through the Bible in a year can feel daunting. Can I get an amen from anybody? Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be hard to to even know how or where to, to begin, how to start. Maybe, 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 maybe you just need a friend who follows Jesus to help you out. <laughs> and one of our friends who would love to be your friend and do that very thing is Trillia Newbell. She is an author. She is with Moody Publishers, and she is with us this morning. Hi, Trillia. How are you? Hello. How are you doing? Good. We're doing great. Good, Welcome thanks. back. It's been a while since we chatted. We're glad to have you back. If you don't know, she has written so many great books. I want to name a few of them here. Uh, we've got A Great Cloud of Witnesses and Sacred Endurance, If God is For Us. Fear and Faith, that was the last conversation we had with Trillia. And she's written some kids' books, too. The Big Wide Welcome, Creative God, Colorful Us, and God's Very Good Idea. Where do you get—speaking of ideas, how in yeah. the world can you write so much stuff like this? And, I mean, you must you must be really busy and have some great ideas, some God ideas, maybe. I don't know. Well, yes, I would say, because most of what I write is based on the Bible. So it's— I'm deriving my content and ideas from the scriptures, and I will never exhaust any. I mean, he knowing about and learning about him is we'll be doing that for eternity. So yeah, so yeah, there's, right. yeah there's a lot there to mine, and um, and most of my resource if is are discipleship based. Um, it's just the the heart I have is to go and make disciples of all nations and teaching them to obey all that God's commanded. So so my ideas come from the scriptures and what I think people. Um, can learn and be eager to learn, and what I am growing in, and so there's there's how I get my ideas. <laughs> yeah, I well, love that's, that. that's that makes great. you perfect for this fifty two weeks in the Word. And what do you know? Wait a minute, she's yeah. written a book. How about that? <laughs> a big surprise: fifty two weeks in the Word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. I love this book. I'm holding it in my hands right now. It is so user friendly. It's attractive, and here's the big thing, Trillia. I mean, obviously, the fact that it's uh, based on the Word of God is number one, but it's not intimidating in and of itself. Thank you for doing that. Mm. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, I wanted to make it accessible, and it's gorgeous, and it it provides place for writing, and and, and it's structured in such a way that I believe it's going to be user-friendly. And that's the goal, because it's a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. The goal is that people would read their Bibles and use 52 Weeks in the Word as a guide, a kind of a cheerleader to, as they are um, diving in, dwelling in God's Word. Yes. And by the way, uh, just a spoiler alert, not really spoiler alert, but uh, the, the podcast, 52 Weeks in the Word, it, that's launching in January, isn't it? It is. It's so exciting. I'm, I'm thrilled about the podcast, and I speak to uh, different scholars and Bible teachers and, and ordinary people just like you and me and all, all those who are listening who um, are reading through the Word or who have studied deeply. And we, we have 52 episodes to kind of help guide us through also. So we've got a companion to the companion is what I call it. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> wonderful. I love that. This is the obvious question. <sighs> Where do I begin? I've been overwhelmed. I haven't been successful in the past. How do I even start? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that I did with um, 52 Weeks in the Word is 
I start in Genesis, and it's a read through the scriptures. I think that's a great place to start. It's to start at the beginning and and read through the text. The good news is, and if you're using this companion for reading through the Bible in a year, is that it allows you to to skip if you need to. So, and I and even if you don't use this, my companion, you don't have to, if, you, if you're reading through and you find yourself struggling through something, you can pause and go to a, a easier text or, or Genesis. So the, the goal is really communion with the Lord. And, and so if, you, if, you're, if you're struggling or you find yourself, um, you missed a day, just start over. There's grace. And, and that is um, part of my, not just part of my heart, but part of the reason I wrote this, I want people to approach God's word with joy instead of this kind of duty feeling. Mm -hmm. So if you, yeah, so if you, if you miss a day, take a breath and start again. See, that's great. I like that. Yeah. Because we can guilt ourselves out. You know, we're like, man, I missed maybe two or three days. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I was doing so well and now I'm two days behind. So I must uh, just have to give give up. up. Yeah, I might as well give up at this point. And see, that's, that's encouraging. And you're right. I mean, there should be freedom with all of this. And I'm a kind of guy, I'm the kind of guy that likes to check boxes. And you know what I found out is um, I would read through the Bible uh, during the year and I've done that several times. But uh, there were times when the Lord was really speaking to me, you know, how the the words jump off the page and into your heart at that very moment. And I'm like, okay, I'm, oh, this is so awesome. I'm going to take note of that. But I have to continue reading because I have to keep with the plan. And then maybe I don't return and, and meditate uh, on, on that section of Scripture that the Holy Spirit was impressing on my heart at that moment. And I, that happens so many times. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I do need to read slower and have less pressure so I can hear from God to give to give some breathing room for the Holy Spirit to apply it to my life. Amen. Yes, absolutely. And so there, we, if we put too many rules on this, we will be discouraged, and we may miss something that the Lord is trying to do in our hearts and our minds. Um, if if you're using this this book, I also provide a rest day where if you, if there is something that jumps out at you, you can pause, pause on that rest day and Mm -hmm. really dive deep, go back. And so, so, but whatever you're doing, it, it, I wouldn't add um, a law (laughs) to your Bible reading. I think that will discourage you if you, if you Mm -hmm. have too many rules. So read with freedom, read with joy. The goal really is that we read, and that has been neglected. And so, um, so my hope and prayer is that we get people reading. It, it's really encouraging. Just the other day, my son, who is 16, told me that he started um, using 52 Weeks in the Word, hmm. this companion for reading through the Bible. And I was so excited. And he said, <laughs> Mom, I'm on Genesis 7, and I'm learning something new. And then my mother-in-law, who... It does hasn't had a habit of reading. Said she's read the Bible every day, and and that's what I'm looking for. Lord, would you give people joy as they discover this word, your word? Yes, that is my heart. That is great. Taste and see that the Lord is good, and it does develop our appetite for more of God's word as we start to read. God shows up, of course. Then we're hooked at that point, aren't we? Oh yes, I believe so. He just. Because you start to see 
um, things that you didn't know before, learn more things about him. And it does. It develops an appetite. You want to know more. You want to learn more. And you want more of him, ultimately. And so and so I, I do believe that building this habit of Bible reading and getting in the Word and going to the Word will only help us also see our desperate need for him. The scriptures say we can do nothing apart from him. And if this is true, which it is true, then we need to learn to run to him. And we run through to him through his word by understanding who he is through prayer. And 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 I, I just long for all of us to to do that. And so and and it's in my own heart that's as God has shown me time and time again when I have tried to muster up the, the the will or the energy to do things apart from him, I fall flat on my face. And so so if we can all <laughs> learn to run to him, I believe um I, I believe we will be encouraged and experience abundance of joy. Trillia Newbell is our guest hanging out with us this morning. Name of the book is 52 Weeks in the Word. Uh, this is a wonderful book. I'm telling it's substantial too. Uh, I, I love the way it looks. And we're bookish around here. Uh, this is a brand new book, uh, so that means I have to I have to smell it. So, oh, Trillia, the paper they use for this is amazing. <laughs> wow, that is so funny. My husband did the exact same oh. thing. The first thing he did, he smelled it, and and, and someone else told me. And I don't know. It just cracks me up. But the smell of a good book is uh, is a thing. <laughs> yes, it, it is. is a thing. Definitely a thing around here. Kate, seriously, this is one of the best new books that I've. I don't know You've what paper they're using. Lately, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just. Uh, oh wow, it's fantastic. <laughs> Trillia Newbell is the author of this wonderful companion volume that needs to be by your side as you're reading the Word of God. Reading through the Bible in a year, that is a great goal uh, to have. And in fact, we have a lot of people who want to get their hands on this book, and that encourages me tremendously. Uh, your heart for uh, for Jesus and the Word is is fantastic. Let's talk about the challenge that we have in the church of biblical illiteracy. This is something that has. It's there's nothing new under the sun. It's been happening for years. Uh, unfortunately, many Christians, many believers, have not been engaging the Word of God for whatever reason. And I just don't know how we can live the Christian life and truly follow Jesus if we do not open up the Bible. There's just no way I can see to do that. Mm. Well, I think you're 100% right. I don't believe that we would be able to um, walk faithfully if we aren't reading his His word. How are we going to know what he commands and, mm. and walk in a way that's pleasing to him? Um, but also, how are we going to know him? Part of reading is that we get to know who God is and and um, can fight the lies of the world and Satan and and. And if we aren't feeding ourselves truth, we're going to believe all sorts of things because we're being taught whether we believe it or not. Culture's teaching us, other things are teaching us, um, the news, all sorts of stuff. So we want to make sure that we're feeding ourselves truth. And if we're not in his word, we, we won't um, be sustained. We won't have a firm foundation. And so, and so it is um, of great value that we we dive in his word and we sit in his word. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The lost art of meditation on top of that, 
the New Age movement hijacked that term, and, uh, you know, it's a very biblical thing to meditate. Meditate in and on the Word of God. Yeah. It's like uh, chewing the cud like a cow, right? Just kind of chewing on it, thinking about it. Again, maybe slowing down a little bit. We talked about that a few minutes ago, but um, yeah, just letting it absorb. It's because the last thing you want to do is to, let's see, a, a metaphor here. You sit down to a, a gourmet meal and you just sit right there and you look at it. You don't eat it. So, you know, or you just chew it. You don't swallow it. Um, we need to make it a, a part of who we are. We need to make sure it's feeding our soul. And if you're just doing, you're skimming it and stuff and not meditating on it, then it's not getting down deep into your spirit, into your soul. Yes, I I, I believe that um, there's a lot of uh, different resources about Bible memorization. I, I, I'm terrible at memorizing. If someone said, okay, memorize this passage, and I read it and read it and read it, it would be very difficult for me. But if I'm reading it over and over again over a series of years, I now have them memorized. And so there's something about it that that um, will dwell deeply in me. And then I love to study the Bible, and which reading and studying are two different things. But I think when you study, you dive deep in it. You you understand the context and and understand how to apply it well. Mm-hmm. And 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 those those things I think are so important. Meditating. Sitting, and the scriptures say that meditate on him on the word day and night. There's something but, that we're dwelling deeply in the word will help us fight. And and if we have a second, I I I remember a time when I was um I had experienced my second miscarriage and I was deeply sad. And I remember I could I just couldn't get the energy to to grab my my Bible. I was just so sad. But the Lord he he would um different scriptures into my head. So I remembered things like he draws near to the brokenhearted mm-hmm. or that he will never leave and forsake me um, and that he's holding me up by his righteous right hand. Those are the mm-hmm. kind of things that came to my mind as I was in my sorrow. I, I didn't read it at the moment, but the Lord was reminding me of truth that I had been dwelling in for years. Yes, Amen. and that's the yeah. deal. The Holy Spirit bringing these verses uh, to mind when we need them the most, but he can't do that if you've never placed them in your mind to begin with. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? It is. It is. And um, e- even recently, I, I don't remember if this theologian has passed or not, but I was reading an article about uh, a writer theologian who has been, who is going blind. And so he's not going to be able to read um, the scriptures, but he has spent his whole life meditating and studying. And, and I just thought, what, what a gift that will be when he can no longer see, see those words. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, and, uh, and God's in his kindness, there's, audio Bible. There's so many different ways to get in his word now. Um, and so, but, but there is something about this dwelling and reading and studying that will sustain us for our, the rest of our lives because it reminds us of the character and nature of God. And so I, I do believe that, um, that it's, 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 and it's, it's interesting because it's, what we're talking about right now is about knowing him, but it's also about our own joy. <laughs> it's about yeah, that's right. our own, yeah, our own delight. Yeah, all the things God asks us to do 
is it for him? We, it's not like show off for me. It's like the, you yeah. need this. You need to pray. You need to read. Exactly. You know, and, and here's the other part of it, too. You, you touched on this, Trillia. I can so identify with this. There are moments when, for whatever whatever's going on, the last thing I want to do is to pick up my Bible and read. But I am learning that it's in those moments that I need to push through and that's where discipline comes in and say, you know what? No, I'm going to the Word. When I grab my Bible in those moments, I don't always get it right, but I'm doing better at this. When I grab my Bible, always there is something in the Word that God has for me specifically to deal with what I'm dealing with at that moment, and there's something to encourage me, and it's always the right decision to pick it up, even if I don't feel like doing it at the time. And let's not forget, the enemy of our soul, he wants to keep us away from the Word of God, too. He loves it when we just leave the Bible on the nightstand or whatever. A hundred percent. And I'm really glad you said something about feelings. When we go to the Word, um, one error that we can make is that we think we might leave with some sort of spiritual high or, or some sort of, oh, mountaintop experience. The truth is, is that often we read, um, we will leave with some knowledge of God, but we're not going to have this emotional high. So if we go to the Word um, based on our feelings, or if we think it's going to, we're going to be sustained in our reading because of our feelings, we won't go <laughs> and we won't return. So we need to, to be motivated because we're going to, we love God. We want to know God. We want to, um, we cherish his, his word. We want to, to um, obey the Lord, but we can't go based or stay based on our feelings because that's going to, they, they're just not, they're not trustworthy. <laughs> They they ebb and flow. They're they're it's not the truth. It's not stable enough for us to for it to be the motivator. It, they, we have to be motivated by something else in order for us to go and to stay in His Word. Yes, Amen, Amen. to that. Trillia Newbell, our guest this morning, fifty two weeks in the Word. Hey, Trillia, thanks for uh, dropping by, and I think we're going to be reconnecting with you when the podcast kicks off the first of the year. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Me too. Thank you for having me.